Hello there, nerds, and welcome to a brand new episode of Go To There, a weekly chronological journey through 30 Rock, looking at the jokes, the references, the highs, the lows, and all of the blurgs that come with one of the best shows of the 21st century. As always, I am your host, Curtis Stone, and joining me is... David Amick. And welcome to episode three, The Blind Date. So in this episode, Jack sets Liz up on a blind date. We learn more about Kenneth, and it's poker night at the 30 Rock Studios. Yeah, uh, I think this is, um, I know we're only three episodes into doing this podcast and talking about 30 Rock, but I, I sort of teased at the end of the second episode that this is a great episode, and I still think this holds up. This is one of the best episodes of the first season, and this really starts to have that 30 Rock turn of where the wackiness starts to come in, where the characters really start to show their character. Uh, but we also get a little bit more insight to Liz's personal life outside of Studio 6H or whatever. Studio 6H, I'm pretty sure, is where 30 Rock is taking place in 30 Rockefeller Plaza. But I think this is a great look at Liz and Jack's relationship and where it'll go in the first and, and then in the second season. Yeah. And you said more wackiness, but I realized there's actually no Jenna at all in the episode. Oh my god, you're right. And Tracy is barely in it. He's in a a little bit in the poker scenes, but You're right. he only has yeah. a couple ones. Yeah. Is Jenna even on screen? No, I, she I don't have a single line. I don't think she, even, I don't even think she even appears oh, at wow. all. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Well, I, I wonder maybe since she was a late addition, since she replaced Rachel Dratz, like there was a scheduling conflict early in the shooting that conflict, you know, conflicted or something, or she, she couldn't be there for that or who knows. But. Hmm. That's interesting. That is odd. Ooh, yeah. does Jonathan get a line in this episode? No, he does not. He's three no. episodes. Jonathan no. still he's, he's get briefly a line. in the background in in a scene oh, or two, but wow. still no words. Uh, we get our second cold opening uh, before we get our title card, and we're explained the bear and robot sketch, which this is a creation of Frank, and uh, we'll, the clip will just kind of speak for itself. A robot, kick him in the knees. Bears have weak knees. They should vibrate because the robot's full of radiation. Yeah, that's it. Frank. How many bears did I say you could have? One. And how many do you see here? Um, four. Save a little money for the rest of us, Frank. You can't spend a bunch of money on bear suits that are only going to be seen for like 25 seconds. Liz, nobody's going to believe that a killer robot can get his ass kicked by one bear. It doesn't make any sense. You're trying to bring logic to the robot bear sketch? You can't have four bears. Well, how many can I keep? One. Who did my Sudoku puzzle? I have been looking forward to this puzzle all morning. Hey, Liz, could you come up to my office when you have a free moment? I never have a free moment, Jack. Never, ever. I do, however, definitely relate to the Sudoku scene, because I remember this was around the time that Sudoku was huge. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Because oh, I, I, I remember I was in college, and it was, like, in lectures, like, all the time. People would, in, like, big lecture halls, would, like, have the newspaper in front of them and just, like, do <laughs> Sudoku with a crossword puzzle. I'm not Throughout really good at Sudoku and cro crossword puzzles I'm all right with, but um, I think my biggest strength lies in uh, the jumbles, like word jumbles. Oh, yeah. I'm pretty good with those. I like anagrams. That, that might explain a little bit more of that. But yeah. Is Sudoku still a thing? Like, I guess it, it's yeah, still a no, thing, I'm but sure you don't know I just no don't think it's it as, I it's been around it's, long enough. I guess it depends on the paper, maybe which paper it might be f uh, featured in. I don't know. I feel like it's probably in most newspapers these days who still i haven't actually seen a physical newspaper in a long time i mean so. i don't think anyone our age really does 
if they say they you know read New York Times, I imagine they're reading their digital. Honestly, it's probably college students and and people over I don't know fifty or sixty. I don't see too many college people doing it. Well, so I mean, in my co- like they had like the college paper, so that's like basically people oh. mostly took it for the crosswords and Sudokus to do in class. When oh, like they, they were, were just like left in the student lounge and. I mean, just yeah. Well, I mean, they had. Um, I mean, it was just distributed all over grounds. So, yeah. Fair enough. Are you familiar with the Japanese art of Reiki? No. It is the laying on of hands in order to improve one's life. Mm. How does your life improve? Do the hands have money in them? Human contact is important, Lemon. I can tell from your stress level that you have not been touched in any way in quite some time. Not caressed, not massaged, not even groped on the subway. Where are you headed with this? Your mood affects the quality of your work, which in turn affects me. I would like to become a resource to you for improving your personal life. Do you agree that you need someone in your life, Lemon? No, I have bigger things to worry about than my personal life. I would think that a single woman's biggest worry would be choking to death alone in her apartment. I have a friend in town I'd like to set you up with. No, thank you. Thomas is very bright, has a wonderful sense of humor. I think it's a good match. Are you free on Thursday? No. Thursday is poker night, and by the way, it is completely inappropriate for you to be questioning me about my private life and then trying to set me up with someone when you don't even know anything about me. Poker night, who plays? Really? That's all you got out of that? I enjoy poker, and I'd be interested in seeing my new employees under that kind of pressure. Oh, you're not going to come to our crappy poker game, are you? No, I'm not. Good. I bluffed. Yes, I am coming. That's a good setup that he never explicitly says male, and we just assume Thomas is, oh, yeah. is, yeah. is male. Neither of them uses pronouns. Right. The, well, the only thing that is interesting is um, it, it was a nice foreshadowing of when you talk about choking. Yeah, 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 yeah. So what we can tell from that sort of first moments of just Liz being so tightly wound, I think Jack sort of interprets it, I mean, as, as sexist and maybe as gross as this might sound, like, I think Jack, Jack is reading Liz just kind of needs to get laid. She needs to get some. She's so tightly wound. She's so pent up that maybe a relationship or maybe just having sex will just loosen her up a bit where she's not so tightly wound at work, where she's flipping out over like a Sudoku puzzle or sort of berating her employees, which, I mean, in her defense, like the Frank thing was kind of clearly she had already had that conversation she was having it a third, fourth, fifth time but for the Sudoku puzzle like it's even like Frank and Tufer just kind of like rolled their eyes like it's really not that big of a deal I mean Sudoku Sudoku <laughs> Sudoku, Sudoku is, uh, is is pretty uh, pretty important so mm, you can't hear my eyes rolling right now but it's not um, so then we get Jack sort of trying to set Liz up and uh, sort of playing off the Sudoku as well as the uh, woman alone in her apartment choking to death. We get a great just sort of follow-up immediate to that scene of Liz choking her apartment. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, actually, I I didn't realize this came so early in the series. Like, ever since I first saw this episode, back before we moved in together when I lived in my own apartment, like, all the time, I would think, like, especially, like, when I was cooking and things. Me too! I was like, oh, I could choke to death right now. I oh have my god! All the time, and I remember, I, I, I knew it was from 30 Rock, but I guess I never realized it was so early in the run of the show. Yeah, and she even has, like, a conversation with Thomas later in the episode, she's like, or Thomas, I think, makes a comment, like, when I, I'm, I'm sure we'll play the clip, but She's like, every time I'm getting out of the shower, I have to think to myself, careful, careful. And it's like, 
Yeah, like, I know that sounds really sad and morbid, because, like, I, I mean, mean, at the time, really. I wasn't living with myself, but my yeah. roommates, like, our schedules were a little bit different. Like, who knows? Here's a fun story. I'd, co- I'd come back. Uh, I'd stayed over at your place. I was coming back in the morning before work. I'd grab some breakfast, and I got home, and Deb and Ian were still in bed. Luke was not home, and I was eating breakfast, and I ate, I bit off. Uh, a bit a little bit bigger than I should have I literally I'm not even joking I was literally choking like full on red in the face oh could not swallow what I bit off uh-huh. like I had to make myself puke into the toilet oh my God. to get it out I swear to God this is all real oh my God. and I was so terrified like like you know like when you're choking and like you start you start crying yeah, yeah. I don't know if I was crying because <laughs> it's like I'm choking or crying like oh this is how I die on a chicken biscuit like alone essentially alone in this house like I don't I was so terrified but I don't, did I never tell you that no but I, but at least they would have discovered you within the day you know well, I mean the, the, here's the, here's the bad part is I didn't even want to bother them I should have been the smart person and ran to their room wait they were started, home they were home they were, I just they were sleeping oh my god I should have ran to their door and just like started knocking like I couldn't say help but like like just but I didn't want to bother them because it wasn't their issue <laughs> but they like, get their roommates dead in their house like it's gonna be a big issue regardless but, yeah. yeah that really happened so like when I like every time I rewatch this episode and rewatch those scenes yeah. like that just runs through my head like I that that was me and now every now and then I have to think about like yeah you're not when you were a child you were malleable you could bounce off of a bicycle like hit the ground and be okay like you might have a scrape but like you're just gonna go up and keep playing like if i do that now as an adult i'm terrified even yeah. with health insurance i'm just like this is awful <laughs> everything's a death trap <laughs> but now we have liz also sort of wonder because i think she mentioned she hadn't been on a date in a while maybe even a year so she's a little rusty rusty in the dating game she was looking for advice <laughs> From, from the for the best source from of the that. best best yeah. source. Uh, why did I say I would do this? I haven't been on a date since Dennis and I broke up, and that was almost a year ago. It's gonna be a complete disaster. It's just one date. But if it is Tom Delay and you do go home with him, be prepared for it to get weird. Hey Frank. H- hold on. Yeah. What do guys like? Mm, porn. <laughs> no, I mean, if you were gonna go on a date with a woman, how would you want her to act? Like she was in a porn. You guys, I'm leaving. All right, all right. Look at that. Hey, look at you. You look like a fancy prostitute. (laughs) Was that like a genuine laugh? (laughs) Okay, I got my chair. I got my beer. I got my lucky donut. Oh, is there room for one more? Yeah, sure. Really? That's fantastic. Could we just, uh, this, uh, yes, yes, yes. Donaghy? What up? What up, Trey? This round, Texas doozy. Face cards are wild, threes are jinx, fives are twos. Trey, do you mind if I deal this hand? Be my guest. Show me love. Fives are twos. <laughs> Again, wacky, just wacky Tracy humor, but I'm sure there's a poker game that exists. I mean, if you turn it up upside down, a five is practically no, a two. No, if you have to use the qualifier <laughs> practically, then it's not a two. No, it's a bad joke. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, the minimum bet in this game is $25. Oh, Jack, we usually just play for quarters. Well, then you best go home and put on your daddy's shoes, boy. This is a man's game. So it's funny that with 
Pete's line that they play for quarters that like TV writers are poor, but TV writers actually make like a ton of money. Do they? Yeah, they do. Yeah, like why? Well, I remember. I don't know. Did you ever watch the comeback? Oh no, I've heard good things. It's really like good. Kudra, HBO. Yeah, exactly. Or Showtime. Uh, HBO. HBO. Yeah. No, I've heard good things. Yeah. Well, the, 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 I guess one of the subplots in there is is someone who I, who I think wrote on like the first season of the comeback show within the show. Um, I forget what it was called now, but anyway, later on, when the second season happens, like ten years later or however long it is, now she has a job as a staff writer on Pretty Little Liars, and like she talks about how she just bought her second mansion or something. So it's it's. It, it, I mean, it's it's especially I mean like network stuff like it's pretty lucrative. So really, I don't know, it's kind of funny. Yeah, it's like in in I mean, obviously Jack Donaghy would be making way 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 more money than the writers' room, but like twenty five dollar minimum bet actually wouldn't be like crazy for. Or, I mean, maybe they're just I mean the same with like if you play with your friends, you're not paying. Oh sure, yeah, no, I know you're playing for quarters, but I I don't know if that's all around writers because don't writers take multiple jobs like that's. Like, they're not just writing on one show, are they? Um, I mean, I, I guess it depends on, on what... I mean, if they're on, like, a network show that runs for eight months versus a show that runs only six or ten episodes or, or True. twelve episodes, I don't know. But Yeah. Or maybe it depends on who you're with. Like, if you're with HBO, you might get a little bit more of a lucrative deal or... Yeah. Or Pretty Little Liars. <laughs> sure. <laughs> I always, what's the one with ABC Family or Freeform? Freeform. What's that one? Pretty, Pretty Little Liars is on. Uh, what's the HBO one? That's Nicole Kidman and Renee Zellweger. Big Little Liars. Or, it's a, those are two yeah, terrible Reese names. Reese Witherspoon, not those Renee Those are two Zellweger. terrible names because I just confuse them all the time. Well, Pretty Little Liars was around first, I, th- I think. Was that based off a book? Oh, it doesn't matter. But they're, they're, not, they're both, nope, they're both not, based off nope, books. This is not a free-form podcast. <laughs> but it should be. No. The only good show on free-form was The Fosters, and that was it's it. It's spin-off literally just started. Okay. I call. And I'll see that with uh, this thing. Jacks. Ace high. Three cowboys. Oh my god, my wedding ring. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my god. Now you should all learn oh oh from Pete's mistake. My wife's gonna kill me. He bet his wedding ring on a pair of jacks? Well, I mean, the thing with like a wedding <laughs> ring is it's it's just sentimental value. In some cases, it's very expensive. I'm don't. I'm not again. Well, Pete is an executive producer. He's probably getting a good paycheck, but I don't imagine he paid that much for his wedding ring. Like you wouldn't be able to get that much money for it. But so, like he's saying, my sentimental value is worth something enough to play this poker game. But uh, what is it like? Jack, I don't know. Like it just it's it's not a lot of money to me. It doesn't seem like a lot of money. But like my favorite thing is is. <laughs> Frank puts in a Liz's Emmy. He doesn't even call it an Emmy. He just calls it this, <laughs> this thing. thing yeah. But we don't even learn what that Emmy is for. Like, we assume it's for the girly show, even though, as we talked about, this show hasn't been on that long. Did they win an Emmy? And if they won an Emmy, well, again, 30 Rock won a lot of Emmys. It wasn't a highly rated show. So, thinking yeah. too much about a joke, it doesn't Maybe matter. Liz Lemon won it for writing on SNL before she did the girly show. That's true. We we don't really learn much about her no. past yeah. pre-TGS. We know like she was in like stand-up. She had like uh, improv shows, but nothing really shows before TGS. So, who knows? 
You see, in poker, as in business, the key to success is to determine your opponent's strength and, more importantly, his weaknesses. Everyone has a tell, a weakness of character that manifests itself physically. This is beyond the pale. Donaghy took me for $200. Yeah, well, I bet my rent money. And if I don't pay by the 10th, my mom's going to throw me out. I'm all in. Anybody else? Oh, I'll play with you, Mr. Donaghy. Kenneth, how long have you been sitting there? I'm taking Pete's place, because he's busy in the bathroom, laying in his own sick. Oh, my God. He can't read Kenneth. It's a blank slate. Okay. What do you got? I think I have what they refer to as a royal flush. Looks like I'm the big winner. So while poker night is going on, Liz arrives to the restaurant early before her date gets there. Liz! Hi! I'm Gretchen Thomas, Jack's friend. Hey. Great to meet you. Hi. And her date is Stephanie March, ex-Mrs. Bobby Flay. And she played a prosecutor or ADA or something on Law & Order uh, SVU, I think. Stacy K. Stephanie March. <laughs> Who's Stacy K? Stacey K? Who is Stacy like, K? Like Stacy Q. Who's Two of Hearts. Two of Hearts. Exactly. Two Hearts to beat as one. I don't know who that is. She was an eight. Her 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 most famous role was playing an ADA on Law and Order SVU. What's an ADA? Assistant District Attorney. Just say assistant. Stop ADA using, is much faster. Stop they, using. If you've ever seen an episode of Law and Order, they say ADA all the time. I feel like. I don't watch Law it's and Order. I mean, it's been at least 10 years, if not longer, since I've seen an episode, and I still remember that. Well, she's below Jonathan on the, the full <gasps> cast list on IMDb. Well, I think this was he the only episode she was on. He doesn't even get a line. Yeah. At first, um, I for some reason, I thought it was Molly Sims, and I was like, because she, well, she, she sort of looks like her, but it was like, nope, it is not. That's racist. Um, yes. Yeah, all, I don't white ladies know. Like, like, I mean, she's she's got a filmography. I just, I think this is the first and only thing I think I've ever seen her name again? Stace, Stephanie March. I can't. Yeah. I don't know who Stacy Keach Stacey is. Stacy K. Oh, Stacy Keach. Um, Keebler. Wait, Stacy Keebler. Is that who you're thinking of? I know who that is. Yeah, That's I was saying yeah. Stacy Keach. Who that is. is that a person? Is that a real person? I'm gonna have to Google that and figure out. Oh, uh, yeah, Mr. and Mrs. Smith. I'd seen that, but like, I don't know who she played in that. I don't. know. Nope. She's just like a forgettable. SVU is no. SVU is by far her. Most like she had a recurring role, role like a regular yeah, yeah, role? she was a regular, yeah, she was a regular on 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 that, yeah. Okay, I'm gonna look up Stacy Keys while we. Why would Jack just assume that we're lesbians? I am a lesbian. Hmm, that's awesome. Is this the first time somebody's made that assumption about you? Lemon, don't let these girls give you a hard time about who you are. You know, you need to brush your teeth more, young man. Oh my. What an adorable little lesbian. What? I don't know. <laughs> Who remembers that kind of thing? Oh. Well, look, obviously this is a miscommunication. I mean, I'm certainly not interested in chasing a straight girl. Of course, yeah. I completely understand if you just want to go home. No, it's fine. I'll stay. Jack is ridiculous. Oh, I worked with Jack in plastics. He tends to approach everything the same way. Locate the problem. Isolate the problem. Set the problem up with a lesbian. <laughs> 
That's a pretty good joke for somebody from plastics. Well, I wasn't always in plastics. I used to work in water process technologies, working mainly in primary metals. Oh, so you have a comedy background. So Stacy Keach is actually an actor. Huh. Uh, I think the thing I most know him from is a show back in the late 90s, early 2000s, Titus. Is a Christopher Titus like stand-up guy like had a sitcom. He's I think he's in a later Thirty Rock episode too. Uh, I'm sure we'll get to it. I think it's like he's doing all those like ads. Uh, it doesn't matter, but I'm pretty sure he's in a Thirty Rock episode also. So that's how I know the name. So it's all related. I'm sorry, Susan Thomas, Stephanie March, Stephanie March. This actress's <laughs> name. She always reminds me of Coldy Smolders. They have the same oh, kind really? of like not like not an appearance, right. but like their cadence, the way they oh, talk. Oh, I see. What, it's yeah. so familiar that mm. it's just like, oh, that's Robin from How I Met Your Mother. Doesn't really look like her, but it just sounds like her. That's always what I associate with that and Stacy Keach. <laughs> I like that because it shows like Liz isn't uptight. She's just like very careful about herself. But like once she gets in her rhythm, she gets in her comfort zone. Yeah, she's very sociable. She can have a per- like she can show her personality. She can. Like, I mean, that's like a witty line, like, that to just sort of come up. But again, she's yeah. a writer, well, so I mean, it makes he, sense. You don't get to be a showrunner of a network uh, show without having, by having zero social skills. That's true. That's true. Yeah. But I mean, like, if you look at the rest of her writing staff, though, like, they have personality, but they don't necessarily like social skills. Well, that's why they're just right staff that's writers. True. I mean, they'll never make it to the next level until they work that out. How was your evening with Thomas? You mean Gretchen Thomas, the brilliant plastics engineer slash lesbian? What made you think I was gay? Your shoes. Well, I'm straight. Those shoes are definitely bi-curious. Regardless, I am straight. 100% completely straight. Well, I'm sorry if I offended you. No, I'm not offended. Uh, Good. What do you know about Kenneth the Page? I don't know. He's a sweet kid. Yes, and a surprisingly good poker player. Did you know that his middle name is Ellen? No, that's weird. And that his Myers-Briggs psychological testing shows a rare combination of extroverted, intuitive, and aggressive? Really? It's the same as mine. He could be trouble down the line. Kenneth. Kenneth Allen. All right, then. You're not a lesbian, duly noted. I'll correct that on your file. It's too bad, though. Thomas thought you were great. She did? Yes. She said she thought you looked like Jennifer Jason Lee. Really? She said that? Yes, I made her repeat it. I was sure she meant Jason Lee. I know those names. I know Jennifer Jason Lee and Jason Lee, but I don't know who those are. Jennifer Jason Lee, was she on something recently? Is she is she an eighties like child star? No, no, no. Just recently, isn't she? She she was in. Um, is she party of five? No, 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 no. Um, is that Stacy Keach? No. No, <laughs> <laughs> Jennifer Jason Lee. The she was. Oh my God, she was in that Tarantino movie. There. Um, oh, eighty four. Yeah, she, she, I mean, she. Yes, that's her. I mean, she's oh. been in, she's been in Anomalisa Lisa and Atypical and Spectacular now and a ton of stuff. But that's the most recent thing I think you would know her from. Good for her. You go, Jennifer Jason Lee. Who's yeah. Jason Lee? I don't know that one. <laughs> Fantastic. So this is when we learn that Kenneth's middle name is Ellen. And that Jack uh, doesn't like to lose. He's got a <laughs> bit of a, not mean streak, but he's just got a bit of a sore loser edge on him that he 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 has to be the winner, the ultimate winner no matter what. So he'll kind of, not stoop, but he'll deploy more... Devastating tactics to get to that level of, of being an ultimate winner. Well, you don't get high up at 
GE. Well, <laughs> I think it kind of helped with being ruthless. A white guy. Well, yes. But Conservative. Also, white guy. yes, but also ruthless and competitive. That's true. And but I mean, this is like the first showing we have of him being sort of a little bit more yeah. uh, harder edge and, and ruthless. Yeah. Like well, and actually a bit insecure about his. But it's, exactly, because it's all over yeah. like a poker game. Because really, he, but it gets down to it. He can't believe that he's being undermined by someone from a hasty Georgia. Georgia. Stone Mountain, Georgia. Miss Lemon. This is Pete's wedding ring. I won it last night, but I don't think I should keep it. Could you give it back to him for me? Yeah, okay. Did you win this, too? I did. I love how the light catches it like diamonds. Kenneth, it is diamonds. Ah, hi, Mr. Donaghy. Can I help you with something? You are a puzzle, Kenneth Allen. And I'm going to solve you. Yes, I am. I can't believe you bet your wedding ring. I know. Weird thing is, I had money left. Hey, um, what famous person would you say I look like? Uh, present-day Linda Ronstadt. No, Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Tootsie. Oh, never mind. So, uh, how was your date? It wasn't a good match. What happened? Did he notice your facial tick? No. Did you wear sandals? Did he see your toes? No. You blew it, didn't you? Good yeah. job, Liz. Good going, Liz. Go. Another one well bites the Oh, look at your little face. Oh. It was a lady. Are you serious? Oh. No, no, no. Where is my Emmy? The writer's room learns of Liz's date and how it was a little... Like, they knew she would blow it in some way, but didn't know... How? How? <laughs> Which, she didn't blow it. It wasn't her fault. Uh, but now we get a little follow-up. Um, Liz seems to be a little bit of attached to Thomas. Hello? Hi, Gretchen. It's Liz Lemon. Oh, hi. Look, this is going to sound really weird, but um, do you ever worry about choking to death alone in your apartment? Oh, it's so weird you would say that. I think about it all the time. I mean, you'd die, and they wouldn't find you until your neighbor's dog smelled you from the hallway. Oh, yes, and they'd show a picture of you on New York One. And it's not just choking. Ever since I turned 30, every time I get in or out of the bathtub, I think in my head, careful, careful. Yes! Oh, everything's the worst. Do you want to get some dinner? Sure. I'll see you in 20 at Neptune. Okay, perfect, yeah. That's the grape lady thing, wasn't it? See, that's what I thought too. Uh, even like when I first saw it, I was like, oh, that sounds like the grape lady. But I don't know if it is the grape lady or if it's just like coincidence. I mean, that was very similar to like the sound the grape lady oh, makes when oh, she falls. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and my favorite thing is like it cuts back to the newsroom and like. They're just like, oh, I hope she's okay. It's like, show more concern for your friend and coworker. Like, she's clearly in pain. She's actually hurt. No, there. I think she is. Yeah, she's Ouch. hurt. She took a hard fall off there. Okay. Boy, gosh, I hope she's okay. Oh, wow. It has been a long time since I saw her thought oh, about that. God, that was like one of the yeah. first 
I mean, that was a thing when meme, yeah. like the, the word meme was not a thing. That was like yeah. right as YouTube was hitting its stride. Yeah, right? say it, was, it was post Numa Numa, but pre... I mean, it was probably like You the Man Now Dog pre-YouTube yeah. stuff. Yeah. Like E-bombs, oh, it was definitely E-bombs, E-bombs world. Yeah. world. Yeah. It was definitely an E-bombs world. And then it would be ported over to YouTube. But that, like, that's one of the... F- the trivia is on IMDb is like Liz Lemon makes the grape lady noise. And I was uh, like... really? Ah. Maybe I don't know. I guess it's all up to interpretation. And was that the most fun trivia that IMDb had for this episode? Uh, I think it was. Man, this is amazing. Oh, hey, Jack. Welcome, welcome, everybody. Damn, Jack, you went all out. That's a giant shrimp. Made out of shrimp and diving into a bowl of shrimp. Please enjoy, Tracy. Hey, Pete, good to see you. Jack. Uh, is Kenneth here? I, I will check. So Jack is still upset about losing to Kenneth in poker. So he decides to set up a whole night dedicated to getting his revenge. Not just in the writer's room, like full on on the stage of like just a lavish presentation. Catered with a giant shrimp. Made out of shrimp, diving into a bowl of shrimp. Like it's just, ugh. Like I don't like shrimp. That just sounds like too much. I love shrimp. (laughs) Raw shrimp? Bad you. Well, yeah, I mean, I guess. I mean, cleaned, but, you know. Obviously. Yeah. I don't know. I just... Maybe I haven't had enough of it to get a good taste of it. I mean, it doesn't. It, it doesn't even really. I don't know. It doesn't have a strong taste. I, I mean, I feel like it's so. just gonna taste like fish. Like yeah. most. I guess. Yeah. I don't know. This is not for me. I just guess. put it to get a bunch of cocktail sauce on it. Cocktail sauce or butter? Butter's. The I do cocktail thing. sauce. I think oh. butter is the southern thing. Well, because you put butter on everything down here. I don't. Or gravy. I don't do either of those. <laughs> well, <laughs> you're relatively healthy. Hey, everybody, this is Gretchen. Oh, hey. hey. Thomas. Jack. How's everybody up there oh, in Pittsfield? We miss you. I love this woman. Let's play some poker. So Liz has invited Gretchen to poker night to introduce her to the writers and the staff, while we also learned that Kenneth and Jack's poker rivalry... Uh, is still is still rampant and is sort of like <laughs> one sided rivalry. Yeah, yeah, like the innocence of Kenneth just doesn't pick up on it, and Jack's whole night is based around this this single bit of just he has to beat Kenneth no matter what. Liz, are you sure you're not gay? Because that chick is hot. We're just friends, like Oprah and Gail. Why is that so hard for everybody to believe? No, this is 2006. I was saying even back reference. Yeah, well, no, no, I know. It's like even back then, like Oprah and Gail, like. I mean, th- 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 there was the whole thing around, like, they're, they were really in a relationship even back then, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, that was like, it was Oprah and Stedman never got right. married, but they were in a relationship. But she s- seemingly spent way more time with her friend right. Gail. Yeah. Which you could read the first three letters of Gail as, you know, well, a I'm, not so I'm, subtle I'm, reading of that whole relationship, which. That's just her name. I know, but I mean, like, you could easily someone like one of those like tinfoil hat oh. conspiracy theorists reading that. Like, she's it means she's gay, but she can't say it, so she has to say it in a not so subtle way. Like, you could read someone to interpreting it that way because I just interpret. Well, it I want to avoid that comment section. <laughs> oh God, that Reddit thread must be a mess. She's great. You should marry that girl. Yeah. One problem. I'm not gay. Oh, lemon. In the ten years that I've known you, you've had some really terrible boyfriends. I have. There was the guy who was obsessed with Charlie Chaplin. Neil. There was the guy who played Halo under the name Slutbanger. Dennis. There was a tall, gangly, red-haired guy who played guitar all the time. Conan. Neil, we never know of. You yeah. never see him again. Obviously, Slutbanger 
it is Dennis, Dennis which we'll meet in a couple of episodes. Yeah. Who's Conan? Who's Conan? Oh, who knows? Maybe we'll find out in episode seven. <laughs> You're more relaxed with Gretchen than you were with any of those guys. So what are you saying, Pete? I should just be a lesbian? Well, I'm not saying it'll be easy, you know, get drunk first. Why do guys think women can just flip a switch like that? Like, what if I said to you, go be with Frank now? Ah, I would be honored. Frank is a very tender, beautiful man. <laughs> cool as you are, no, it is just a switch, you know, when you turn 13 and you decide exactly. your sexuality. After your bar mitzvah, when... Well, thanks for outing yourself on that watch either. But yeah, like, I don't... I, I, that's just always, like, a, not to get too much into it, but, like, that's always just, like, a frustrating thing is, like... When did you decide? It's like, if, if you ask a straight person that, you wouldn't ask them that because that, they didn't decide that. Like, they were just born. Uh, it's a stupid conversation and it's a stupid question. And I don't think it's asked anymore or as often, I think, as it was like in the 90s and yeah. 2000s. Well, you know, people are. It's a little no bit more about generation, so. but it still is like, hearing that question, it's just like, like you almost you just want to like write that person out and just be like no like we're not having this conversation like it's just not like have you ever had that conversation have you had anyone ever ask you like when did you decide or like when did you make so. that choice or anything like that not I mean probably not that the closest I've ever had is someone ask when did you know which that's absolutely well, an acceptable that, question that's different yeah that's yeah, different that's different but, yeah so it gets down to the last two competitors Kenneth. And Jack. Twist, who saw that coming? Kenneth licks a Dorito for luck. <laughs> like, he licks it. Just don't, just eat it. And then they get down to the, oh yeah. Is he licking the whole bowl of chips? Like, he doesn't eat the chip, he just licks the flavor dust I mean, that, and that's... That, like, that's probably the best part. The like, people flavor. eat peanuts, they crack the peanuts open, eat the peanuts, and throw the shell. Like, he's, that's... Well, it's like, you know how some people, like, on cupcakes, they only eat the frosting? Uh, he only, he only he licks, only licks the... the flavor dusting of Doritos. I just need that nacho cheesiness. He's awesome. You can't read his thoughts because he doesn't have any. I raise you 200. And I see your 200 and raise you 300. <laughs> Will you? Little Kenneth Allen Parcel from Stone Mountain, Georgia. Growing up in your mama's tract house, dreaming of working on a TV show, dreaming of making it all the way to the NBC. Stone Mountain, Georgia. Do you know who is from there that writes on the show? Oh, I was about to say Oprah. Um, <laughs> she didn't write on the show. Who? Uh, someone from Georgia who writes Donald Glover. Donald Glover. Yeah. He's from Stone Mountain, Georgia. Yeah. That's good because that's the only person I remembered who was a writer on Thirty Rock. So that was a lucky guess. I've already told you Hannibal Burris. Excuse me, Hannibal. Yes, Hannibal Burris. <sighs> but the only one that came to mind right then was Donald Glover. Well, Oprah first. Yes. I mean, Oprah. I think she's no. I think she's from Mississippi. I can't remember. Mm. You're scaring me, Mr. Donaghy. You've come a long way, haven't you, Kenneth Allen, with your cheap loafers and your page jacket, but you'll always be a pig farmer's son, boy, because I smell fried bologna all over you. I'm all in. I'm out of chips, Mr. Donaghy. Yeah, I got a fun idea. You put your page jacket on the table, and if you win, you can get it back. If you lose, you go on home. You go on home, little Kenneth Allen. All the way to Stone Mountain. Go for it. 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 Go for it.
Pass yourself. Don't do it. No. Deliberate. Do it. Come on. Use your instincts. You've got good instincts. I've got a pair of twos. Well, let's just see be weeby here. I've got a two, a four, a nine, a six, and a king. <laughs> that means I win. So now Smart. Kenneth has to explain his really shoddy poker hand, which it's not a great explanation. Kenneth, why did you bet that terrible hand? Why? Because I believe that life is for the living. I believe in taking risks and biting off more than you can chew. And also, people are yelling, and I got confused about the rules. Kenneth. I wasn't really going to fire you. I just wanted to remind you that I could. <laughs> I want you back here at 6 o'clock in the morning, sharp, so you can sweep up these shrimp tails. Yes, sir, Mr. Donaghy. Uh, I'm going to have my eye on you, Kenneth. You will not be disappointed, sir. Well, it was nice of you to let him keep his job. The Italians have a saying, Lemon. Keep your friends close and your enemies closer. And although they've never won a war or mass-produced a decent car, in this area, they are correct. In five years, we'll all either be working for him or be dead by his hand. That's some great long-tail storytelling. Yeah. Like, that's... Wait five seasons, kids. We'll get there. Liz and Gretchen meet for one more time at the bar. Mm-hmm. And Gretchen makes a decision about her life going forward. Yep. Um, but the frustrating part about this is like, we didn't get enough of Gretchen and Liz. I think there could have been more scenes added to sort of show like how friendly they had become in such a short time. Yeah. Like we only really got the dinner scene, the phone call, and then this last scene. Um, but I don't know. But maybe then again, if they did show too much, that I don't know, it could have been like easier to I don't know it, it, I, I just feel like maybe like one more scene yeah well, I mean uh, I I think it would have been something interesting to draw out over several episodes I think it's just this is only the third episode of the whole series so it's if, if this had been I don't know either later in the season or even a season or two down the road like it, it would have actually made for a pretty interesting story arc but mm-hmm. I think being so early you, it, you couldn't have really done it more than an episode because it doesn't really I don't know. Like, if if we knew more about Liz, it would make it, it would make for an interesting multi, you know, episode arc. Yeah, but then again, it also would be kind of it. It would be kind of gross for her to like maybe do like a fake lesbian arc. Well, it wouldn't have to be that. It wouldn't. It wouldn't. It wouldn't even have to be like a lesbian love story. Right, but if like the whole tension is like Liz, Liz, Liz won't admit <laughs> that she's not a lesbian to Thomas and. That's ultimately what causes the breakup is that she was just being dishonest. Like I wouldn't necessarily like that though. Like I, I, I mean, I'm happier it ended this way and it mm-hmm. necessarily wasn't a full, like two or three episode arc. But I just feel like one more scene of like Liz and Gretchen still playing around, but Gretchen reading, like finally realizing before this scene that yeah, I need to, I need to cut this off, but never getting a shot at the poker night to do mm-hmm. it. And this, this is where she does it, and this makes more sense because. They're not in front of her co-workers and are not... Yeah, I, I mean... I, We're like, maybe like Gretchen s- like makes a pass at Liz and like Liz blows her off. like, And then Gretchen realizes, like, oh, yeah, I, I need to stop this. Like, I don't know. So 
I guess by Liz bringing her to the poker night, it's enough subtext to say, like, you know, this is someone that she's been spending more time with. And then the conversation she has with Pete where she says, you know, well, I'm not gay, so I'm not, just not interested in her. I, I mean, I, I think that is enough to do... Maybe you know, have, like, Gretchen Movie ever hear that conversation? Not necessarily. No, I mean, I, 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 I think as is it. I think it it's works an fine enough without, yeah. It's an earned ending. I think it works fine. I, I don't like think it needs just, an extra scene to get there. I, just I think, think, they, I think more, it does enough. Just, like, their back and forth was good. So I, would, I wanted a little bit more. Right, well, the, for, for that reason, that's that's why I say as a multi-episode arc would be more interesting. As it is, like, I don't think they need an extra scene. I, I, I think they give you enough. And the, I think the writing does enough to make it to make it make sense. Yeah. No, it, I'm, like, I'm not I arguing mean, it doesn't make sense. I yeah. just like that. Well, I, mean, I know, I know. A couple more but, scenes would I mean, nice. I, I guess we, I, I don't know, I just kind of feel in my mind that they probably hung out more times just off. True. Hey, after Ikea tomorrow, you want to go see Margaret Cho at the Beacon? Oh, boy. Uh, Oprah? Yes, Gail? I think we need to take a break. Is this because I wanted to submit us for the Amazing Race? Because I was 80% joking about that. No, it's... You know, I said I'm not into chasing straight girls. And I kind of think that's what's starting to happen here. So, unless you're ready to make a big life change, I need to move on. Find my Stedman. I thought I was Oprah in this metaphor. Also, you're gay, so that's a little confusing. You should say, like, my lady Stedman. Okay, I'm going out on a limb here. Okay, sorry. Um, it's just, uh, if I try to imagine us being together, I think... Yeah, okay, this could be fun, you know, picking out furniture and uh, making flower beds out of old railroad ties. But the thing is, if I'm going to be with someone, it has to be a guy. You sound pretty sure about that. What can I say? I love a bald spot and a hairy back. You're alone there. I should go. I'll see you around. Okay, wait, um, what if we made a pact? What if we say that in like 25 years, if neither of us has someone, we'll move in together and be roommates? And even though I am not into the sex stuff, if it helps you, I would let you do stuff to me. <laughs> I can't be around you anymore. Bye, Liz. So I really like how it, it totally inverts the trope of the, the, like the, the, the stupid, uh, I don't know, cliche plotline of let's make a pact and if we don't blah 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 within however many years let's get together right. and but they totally play it for ridiculous like yeah. if, if in 25 years none of us finds anything then then i guess i'll let you move in with me and do yeah, things to my body what does it mean like maybe she says roommates because like legally marriage isn't allowed yet yeah so she can't say let's get married so like the joke is like well you just have to be very close roommates well no so, exactly no i mean that, that's yeah. why it's funny because it just it just takes that whole like I don't know, like just cliche plot device, and but just then makes also it funny. like Liz wouldn't even like entertain the idea of pleasuring her. Yeah, she wants the pleasure Ex right. and expects Gretchen would get. Which I'm sure Gretchen would get pleasure from that, but it wouldn't be completely reciprocated. So it's just like. That doesn't seem fair to both parties. Like it just. It's... We're, we're right. No, it's obviously not fair. That's yeah. why it's funny. <laughs> uh, so you know they wrap up. Gretchen leaves Liz. The guy that's in the back and has like the last bit here. Um, do you know who that is? No, I, I, I say based off how it was. Like, I feel like it's someone I should know, but well, uh, you probably wouldn't know him specifically. Is it? Is it? Uh, Stacy Leach. It's Stacy Keach. No, Keach. No, no. Uh, it's Brett Baer. Uh, he's a co-showrunner of a show that you like that ended last year. Uh, it was on Fox. New Girl? Yeah. Oh, okay. He's kind of shot on New Girl. Which, uh, I need to finish that show. I'm still only, like, into the third season. Um, but yeah, that's, that's him. You know, fun fact. 
Who's gonna go with me to cooking class next weekend? Well, if by cooking class you mean your bed, and by next weekend you mean oh, tonight. Shut up. I can see your wedding ring. Idiot. How would you be that oblivious? Like, did he? Well, all right. So the way I read that is he didn't go there necessarily to pick someone up. He was just like there to have a drink, and he's like, oh, here's my opportunity to have an affair. I guess I don't know, but like I don't know. Just have some, have some wherewithal to know that you're wearing your wedding ring. That's true. Next time he's planning to go Next and pick someone up, then he, yeah, he should teach to think about that. Know, like, yeah, this is a warning sign. <laughs> this is a bad idea. Uh, yeah, no, I, I like this episode a lot. Um, I think it's definitely one of the strongest of the first season. And uh, looking what we've got ahead, I I know it was a little harsh uh, initially on some of the first season of 30 Rock, but... Just the next few episodes really start laying groundwork on a lot of what made 30 Rock's first season strong. Um, we get like four or five back-to-back episodes of just great world-building and, and character lore that'll set the pace for the rest of the season, so I'm very much looking forward to it. I'll take your word for it. I don't remember any of it. I really... The next one's really good, too. Um, I think season... Uh, episode five's... Episode five's a, a standout, too, but... Uh, any final thoughts on this episode that we're currently talking about? <laughs> yeah, so I thought um, I, I thought it was pretty funny. It had it had some funny moments. Um, mm-hmm. I know my 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 biggest takeaway is still the uh, still the choking <laughs> scene. Yeah, no, like yeah. The, the the amount that resonated with me, not just like since seeing that, but just as someone who's been in his late twenties, early thirties, like. Even even in a relationship, it's still something you think about. Like it's just, no, I mean, it's it's less. I mean, it's lessened. But like, I mean, like, if you're out of town, or if, I'm never out of town. But like, if I'm out of town, that thought doesn't pop into your head. Like, man, if if I fall or something in the shower, Archer cannot help me. They're a yeah. dog. But I mean, and you're not home. So like, who like, I'm. I wouldn't be able to call for assistance. Like, yeah, that's it would true. be a while for discovery. Which, I, again, it's a morbid... Or until idea. you don't show up to work the next day and they... I don't know if they would send out a search party, though. Well, that's true. Yeah, I know. I but... don't know. Well, even still, I don't know if they even have, like, my parents' contact information. If they have yeah. your contact information, you're still out of town. That's true. But, I, I mean, know. but I don't know. Like, I if, if I called you and... Like, if I couldn't reach you for, like, a day or so, then I would I you know what I mean? But, like, if I had called you and, like, texted you and, like, I still hadn't heard back after over a day, then I would be like, hmm, something seems not right. Right. No, yeah, like, yeah, you'd pick up on that pretty quickly. But even still, like, you couldn't do anything in the immediate. Yeah. It would still be, like, a little bit of time. Before. Have to call Archer. Archer! 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 <laughs> Archer, answer your phone. Text me Check back. What's going on? Um, so you've been talking about you, uh... You'd mentioned AV Club a couple times, um, like when you said when you were initially watching, like after the fact. Oh, so mm-hmm, I've sort of mm-hmm. I've sort of been going back through and seeing what they've had to say about each episode, and uh, I gotta say, like their sensibilities seem to line up a lot with what what I, I would say. Like uh, it's still like I mean, their closing line on this particular uh, episode is, "It's not the turning point for the first season, but it's evidence of a show that's on the verge of discovering itself," and like. I absolutely agree with that. I think this is really one of the first episodes that we see like the charm and the heart of the characters and and what the show will ultimately be by the first season's end. So yeah, I think No Jenna. 
I still forget. <laughs> she really wasn't in this episode. Yeah. Like, not at all. She's not even mentioned. Like, it's still really weird to me. I'm pretty sure she's in the next episode. Yeah. Pretty sure she's in the next episode. Um, but yeah. Um, so as always, thank you for listening uh, to Go To There. Uh, you can, if you like what we're doing and you'd like to support us, coffee.com backslash go to there and donate. It's K-O hyphen F-I backslash go to there. Um, you can always, of course, uh, leave comments on the Podbean page, you know, ratings, reviews, all that stuff on iTunes. It's always really great and we're thankful. All right, nerds. So we will see you in the next episode, Jack the Writer. David, take us out. See you next time. Oh my god. You sound like I have a gun to your head. Set it up. Set up the clip.